What do you want me to do? Introduce what? Which podcast? I'm like a million. Okay, my dad wants no, me no, to. No, you want to. Fine, fine. I want to welcome you all, but not Jim C. Whoever that is. Back to Seaside Pod with you. I don't know why I've been volunteered to do this. I have homework to do, and my gecko needs my attention. Personally, I blame all of you who listen to this nonsense for disrupting my evening. Have fun. Brand new angle, highly commendable. Seaside Pod with you. Seaside Pod with you. Oh, I really don't think so. Hey, Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, what? What? Kevin. What? Hey. Uh, is this is this bonus content? Is that is that what you call this? Bonus content. Don't you mm. say that word? I do, but you know what? I really feel like a creator of content. A creator you know? of content. I'm. A, you know. You know what though? I would say if anything though, you're probably you you probably are, are an influencer, whereas I'm more of the influenced. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> if, you know, if my yeah, wife well, and, so... and most people, and people who, whose opinions I actually respect, yeah, you're being an idiot, bro, you know. Well, then I guess then if you're an influencer, you're influencing me to be a bigger idiot than I already am, which <laughs> is is a challenge, I'll give you that. It's, it's, I mean, we, we should address this really. Like, to be an influencer, there's nothing saying that you're influencing people positively. No. No. I mean, I think, you know, the, the, the Cardassians, I always struggle with that because I'm a Star Trek fan, so I always want to say the Cardassians, which is a, <laughs> a you know, a race of horrendous fucking capitalist, well, you know, Cardassians, yeah, maybe, maybe it works. Yeah, um, the parallels Very, there, very yeah. ugly inside and out, but they're just, they, they don't contribute anything to society. Just a complete waste of fucking carbon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Kev, they're breathing the same air that you and I are. Oh, I think we should tax them. Yeah, just with more Botox in their lips. <laughs> can you get any more in there? I don't know. Probably. Why don't we try it? I can. I saw this is a thing. How many of them can you name? Let's do. Let's just have a quick pop quiz. How many? How many oh Kardashians? Because I can do Kim and Chloe. I know that's two, and I think that's where yeah. I tap out. Yeah, I got Kim and Chloe as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then what's the what's the mother? I don't know. The OG. Yeah, she's somebody. I have no idea. Yeah, because she was married to the Kardashian. It was yeah, and, oh. and the Kardashian, he was the lawyer for for, uh, for... OJ. <laughs> there you go. See, that's everything you need to know about the Kardashians. <laughs> they're basically, what's funny is because they're basically the American royal family. You know, <laughs> they are. They are. Yeah, yeah. awful and people. Not no, not all Americans, Kevin. Just that particular. No, no, Kardashian no I know. I group. meant the Kardashians are awful people, Listen, not Americans. You can't... You can't be you can't be insulting the Americans from Canada because they'll just fucking roll our army right in here and fuck <laughs> us all up. We're virtually defenseless. And listen, America, we know that we love you. No, we don't. Fuck you. Try anything. <laughs> we'll try anything. We'll burn your fucking White House down again. We did it before. We can do it again. Hey, listen, America, don't listen to the tea bag. <laughs> that's over here in Canada. He doesn't represent us. He's a loudmouth, and nobody likes him. I I just do this. I got to be honest with you. It's out of pity because he has no friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you know what you can do. You can you can go fuck yourself as well. Well, hey, I'm a man of of the church over here. I'm so insulted. I'm so taken aback. Why don't we get along and on to 
this uh, the agenda here for this uh, little crazy pickup episode we're doing. So we we you know we we've we've got a lot of really and this is coming from a, a genuine place we've got a lot of really lovely people who listen to this show Randy and they talk to us you know on Twitter and in DMs I get DMs and we we get people super supportive There's people listening to your music now who listen to our show very cool people seriously very cool people so we thought you know what let's give them some extra content that they didn't ask for let's voice something well, yeah. else onto their phones I'm thinking actually with the U2 now we're putting something onto their phones that they didn't ask for <laughs> that they that they can't delete <laughs> so, yeah <laughs> basically I'm Bono and you're the edge or the other way around whichever oh no you're the guitarist so that works yeah yeah no and, and I would I would want to be the edge but I just wanted to say too also uh that a couple days ago Kevin and I were exchanging texts uh and uh, I do believe what I said you know queen nerds good mm-hmm. people and uh and we really do genuinely believe that so thank you everybody for listening to us uh I, I mean I just still don't know why you do but thank you so much <laughs> and so what we thought we'd do is we want to go back through the first four seasons of seaside pod review so that's we have 10 episodes in a season, arbitrarily, something I decided, didn't tell Randy, just kind of told him, just broke that to him one day. So we're going to go through and we're going to make our top 10. Out of the 40 songs from those first four seasons, we're going to make a top 10 and we're going to make a vinyl record out of that. So we're going to try and we've tried to sequence it. We picked our favorite songs. We're going to sequence it one to 10, you know, two sides of an album. And then we're going to talk about why we chose the songs we did, why we didn't choose certain songs, and then a little bit about the songs we've had so far. Very nice. So, uh, Kev, you going to go first, or how are we going to do this? Yeah, I'll give you. Well, why don't we do this? I'll give you. I'll give you my side one. No, I'll. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll give you my side one. You give me your side one, and then we'll. I'll give you my side two, and you give me your side two, and then we'll. Then we'll talk about it. Fair enough. Because we can build. We can build a bit of suspense there, Randy. For no reason oh, at just... all, because no one, no one is in suspense about this. No one cares. No, but no, no, yeah, it'll make me, you know, it'll make me happy. So how about we do that? It's good, and this is really all about you. So, so let's do. Okay. Let's do, let's do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm leading. I'm opening my album with Innuendo. It opens the last album that Queen did as a band. I think it's a fucking phenomenal song. It's a great album opener. I'm opening with Innuendo. Track two, I'm going to pick things up. I'm going to melt some faces with Tie Your Mother Down. Number three, I'm going to bring things into a more sort of gospelly melodic area and do Somebody to Love. After Somebody to Love, I think the next, the, the obvious track to go into is Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy. And I'm going to end side one with Save Me. Because I think the only place you can put Save Me is the is at the end of a side of a record. So my first five are Innuendo, Tie Your Mother Down, Somebody to Love, Good old fashioned lover boy and save me. Well, that's that's good. You? That's and you know what I got to say that that's quite interesting. So, uh, so here's my here's my first side. Here's my side A. Keep yourself alive. Then I'm going to somebody to love. Good old fashioned lover boy. Fat bottom girls. Tie mother down. Now, if that's not a side A, I don't even I don't even know what we're even talking about. I mean, you've gone for some serious fucking heavy hitters there. Yeah. <laughs> Huge, huge, huge. I mean, 
okay. Well, they're not all on Greatest Hits. Keep Yourself Alive is not on the... Well, I suppose that was on the US version, but not the UK version. But yeah, that's that's a pretty... Fuck, you're coming out of the gate flying. I'm interested, well, to, I mean, see what, I'm interested to see what side two looks like for you. We are. I am the greatest hits fan in this in this representation of of what we're doing here. So uh, okay. it does make sense. Okay, let's Your move side to two, Kiff. Move to side two. This is where things take a different turn for me. This is where I'm I'm going to take us into a different area, and I think that side two is going to be maybe quite a lot different between the two of us. So I'm going to open with the Fairy Fellows Masterstroke. I want something that represents that early proggy weird thing that Queen could do. Then I'm going to go to Lazy on a Sunday afternoon. Last week's, or well, as we're recording this, last week or this week's song, because I want that sort of again. I want that eclectic. I want something on this 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 record that doesn't sound like anything else. And I think Lazy on a Sunday afternoon is perfect for that. Midpoint on side two, long away. I want a bit of Brian. I think I want to show that Queen had more than one vocalist. Um, and then I mean, come on, look. I'm going to close with We Will Rock You. We're the champions. It's the only way you can finish this record, in my opinion. What's your side two, Randy? Well, Kev, I'm going to start it off with a banger called, uh, it's a little song called Save Me. And I think that's a pretty decent song. Uh, and that's where I'm placing it. After that, I'm going to, I want it all. Then a kind of magic, sheer heart attack. And I'm finishing it off with lazing on a Sunday afternoon. Because uh, what more do you really want to do on a Sunday afternoon besides listen to a side B and finish it with a fucking song called lazing on a Sunday afternoon? Done and dusted, buddy. Okay, so we picked exactly half the same songs, which is maybe about what I expected. I thought we might be a little bit different in how we wanted to build this thing. Um, we both picked somebody to love. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, come on. Uh, we both picked yeah. good old fashioned lover boy. I was pretty sure we probably would. We both yeah. picked tie your mother down. Mm-hmm. We both picked save me again. I thought that that would have been a feeling over, and we both picked lacing on a Sunday afternoon, which I wasn't necessarily expecting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I quite like lazing on a Sunday afternoon as a closer. I, I would say yeah. if you're not if you're not going to use, we will rock you with the champions because lazing on a Sunday afternoon. But then it's like boom, boom, yeah, and that finality to it. That's quite a nice way yeah. to end an album, Randy. I, I don't, I don't mind that. Yeah, I think that's, I think it's a beauty. So you did not pick keep yourself alive, is that correct? I didn't. I didn't. That's and I, I you know, I got to say I'm surprised by that because I would have thought that uh, you would have thought that that is a top-notch queen banger. There are several top-notch queen bangers that I didn't go for, and we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll go through and we'll talk a little bit about the songs that we didn't pick, but we'll start with the ones that we, you know, the, the, the sort of the the similarities and the, the contrast and compare, Randy. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't go with it because, while I, while I love it, I think it's a great song, I think that I've, I wanted to go for something that spans Queen's catalogue a little bit, Although I did notice that I've picked, you know, I'm quite heavy on the game. It's the game, Day of the Races, and uh, News of the World constitutes most of my 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 album my album here. So I don't know, maybe I'm just full of shit, Randy. But I don't know. I I just keep yourself alive. I, I like it as a song. Of course, it, it's a great song. It's, it's a great Queen song. But I think the ones that I picked, I would prefer on a mixtape or on a let's say I'm giving it to someone who's never listened to Queen. I think I'd I'd go this I mean, yeah, I'm I'm pretty confident in what I've done. So let me ask you a question then. The two that I'm surprised about that you didn't pick are We Will Rock You and We're the Champions, because they're so quintessentially Queen. Why did you leave those off? 
Uh, because I suppose uh, out of the the big massive hits uh, that Queen had, and those two are the biggest of them, they're they're just some of my least favorite of the big massive hits that they had. I I much prefer the other songs uh, that I picked. So yeah, that's it's, that's the only reason why. It's some of that from like overhearing because you've I mean. You know, because yeah. somebody to love gets played lots, and Bohemian Rhapsody gets played lots, but they don't, they don't get played outside radio. Where we were rock, you where the champions get played in sports events, and you hear it everywhere yeah. all the time, right? So is it is it partially that then that you're sort of, it yeah, it really could be, and it's, it's it's actually interesting you bring that up because I think as we've discussed before, everybody knows that I do quite a bit of uh, broadcast work in for mm-hmm. in sports, uh, and I hear those songs played all the time, and as a matter of fact. In uh, uh, a Sask place in uh, Saskatoon, uh, our big big hockey rink, there is a huge uh, poster of Freddie in his full Freddiness singing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so it's just you know there is definitely a love for Queen here, and it's you know probably the average person those are the only songs they would know by by Queen. And yeah, so for me, they're just uh, of the big hits. They're my sort of my least favorite. I find the ones I yeah. picked yeah more interesting. Is all I'm saying. And I did put them like, you know, I wanted to close outside to the album with them because it's always been, I think we even talked about that on one of the episodes because we covered both of those songs in the first, what was it like the first? Yeah. We were right. It was our fourth episode. We are the champions Crazy. of our eighth, which is insane. Yeah. 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 I mean, too bad we, could, we couldn't have got those little, after got our legs under us a little bit, but eh, that's the way I it mean, goes. literally a random spin and we got those two, but I had to put it at the end because we, I mean, like I said, we said that it's always been ponderous to me. And, and I think that, when the Queen fandom that they didn't close the album. It's such an odd choice to put those up front, right? Now, We Will Rock You, if you're going to open an album, then you open it with the fast version, which I could also make an argument for. You could, you could, you know, it's the only song in pretty yeah. pretty much pretty much any of my favorite artists' catalog that I would I would make an argument for two versions of the same song being in a set list. Right. But I want me though. Yeah. So let's talk about okay, so save me. Let's talk about maybe where we put it. Because I put it I closed side one with it and you opened side two with it. Yes, I did. Which I found interesting because you closed side one with Time Mother Down and you opened yeah. side two with Save Me, where to me, more naturally, Save Me is a closer and Time Mother Down is an opener. Well, see, the thing is, is you're the mother and you've just been tied down. You flip <laughs> the record over and you need to be saved. Have you ever thought you of are, that, Kev? You are one of the most incredible you... bullshit artists I have ever met in my life. It's one, consider it's, one of, that. it's one of the joys you, of my you... life. Did you, you son of a bitch, you never considered that. And neither did I, and nobody needs to know that. <laughs> but you did bring it to everybody's attention, you fucker. <laughs> you've made you've made the cardinal very angry. So you, but you pick so fat bottom girls tie your mother down. Two very, very Brian May, very sort of I'd say masculine rock songs on, yeah. on, on side one. I mean, which come after though, you know, you sort of you close in there, you keep yourself alive. You know, and again, it is a great intro. It's a great album opener. It really is, right? Somebody yeah. to Love then takes you into a different space. And it's Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy. We both, interestingly, we both sequence those the same. So I had Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy following Somebody to Love because they do fit, right? They are like, you know, yeah, they're very good. Yeah, yeah. They're very close bedfellows. But then yeah. you go from Good Old Fashioned Lover Boy into Fat Bottom Girl. So is that a deliberate, okay, I want to lull you into the sense of security and then just burn your fucking every single hair off your face. <laughs> well, you know what? Now that you say it that way, yeah, of course that was my intention. 
So let's talk, I mean, side two is is definitely the most, your side two is the most eclectic. And I thought I'd gone eclectic on my side two with Fairy Fellows Masterstroke, Lazing on a Sunday afternoon, Long Away, We Will Rock You With The Champions. Yeah. But Long Away, We Will Rock You With The Champions. There's not as big a sort of a range of musical styles in there. I mean, you go mm. from, I want it all, a kind of magic, sheer heart attack, Lazing on a Sunday afternoon. And you open with yeah. Save Me on side two. That's yeah. all over the place. It, it, it's all over the ice. It's all yeah. over the ice. There's no question about it. Uh, and uh, I know that a lot of people will, you know, they'll say, kind of magic. What's wrong with you? What's wrong <laughs> with you, Randy? Uh, but, you know, I think it fits nicely on side two there. I kind of like the the idea of, the, the. it's sort of almost like rope-a-dope, where you, you kind of, you know, you, you're taking the body shots on the drum machine and the synths in kind of magic, and then you come out... You, with the knockout punch for sheer heart attack and just fucking just laying yeah. right hooks and jabs and uppercuts and you know that's right that's right absolutely okay that's cool i mean we so we had five songs that we agreed on um again interestingly i did find that i, I really like that we both sequenced somebody to love and good old-fashioned lover boy together that's kind of cool and again that i do think that those two, yeah. those two go together so it's funny that you know you sometimes your brain works but okay well let's talk about some of the songs that we didn't include then Okay, so you know what that neither of us included, and I would say you know some of the the bigger ones would be. Well, I think the first of all, I think we should I think we should talk about the the elephant in the room. Oh, uh, and that's the prophet song, which I've taken right. so much heat over, but uh, you know, and everybody just loves it, and it's the best thing that's ever happened to every Queen fan known to man. And yet, you didn't put it on this list. It was almost I almost had it on there instead of Fairyfellas Masterstroke. It, it almost right. opened side two for me. Right. Because I wanted, like I said, I wanted something in there that showed that very, let's say overindulgent or self-indulgent, whatever you want to call it, you know, that what, cause that's what yeah. prog is, right? It's self-indulgent. But I wanted that side of queen on this, on this record. I went with fairy fella. Cause I just think it's a better song. Then. Yeah. So I was just going to say, so then you gave your head a shake and you realized. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I gave my head a wobble. Remember? <laughs> So neither of us plumped for breakthrough, which again, I mean, that was a, a you know a pretty big hit with the, with the with the listeners. Um, it was our most voted on poll, Randy, with 108 votes on breakthrough, and it came back 90 percent 90 percent positive and only 10 percent negative. And it is kind of one of those bright spots in Queen's late 80s catalog. Let's say that. Um, so why why did breakthrough not find a space on this for either of us? Do you think? Yeah, interesting. It just, you know what? I got to be honest with you. I just hardly didn't even, well, I didn't even consider it. How, like you? I, for, a, for a second I did, yeah. But that's the problem, right? With, with Queen, especially early Queen, 70s Queen, they were so strong. And we've covered a lot of 70s Queen. I mean, we've done five songs from A Day at the Races at this point through the first four seasons. So Breakthrough's up against some pretty fucking stiff competition. And as much as I like that song, I think the things that let it down, you know, the synth bass instead of Deaky and all that kind of stuff. I think that that's maybe where it just, maybe that's where it just fell away. And I picked innuendo for that sort of later queen thing. So I don't know. I will say this Kev, uh, and I'm moving on from breakthrough. If that's cool. Uh, good company was, was, was it, I, it nearly made the list for me. And, yeah. uh, you know, if I had a, if I had a, a, an 11th song, it probably would have made it. How about, how about you? Yeah, a bonus, that's what we should have done. We should have done like a bonus track in the Japanese market, which used to be a yeah. thing, right? <laughs> Japan always used to get one extra song for some fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. Good Company, yeah. I mean, Good Company, Lazing on a Sunday Afternoon, 
those were two that I was looking at for that sort of the, the quirky spot. Those were the two songs. I was like, well, which one do I? But Lazy on a Sunday Afternoon for me is just that. Good Company's a bigger, more fleshed out song in a sense of having a more conventional structure. Well, Lazy yeah. on a Sunday Afternoon, as we talked about you know, on the episode, is, is so odd because it's this weird sort of little narrative with a one-word chorus that gets yeah. in and out so quickly. And as you said on the episode, it's got no fat on it whatsoever. But I thought yeah, that, yeah. that sums it up a little bit better to me than, than yeah. Good Company does. So that's why I went that way. Yeah. And how about uh, too much too much love for Kilia? Was that anywhere near? No, was it approaching. No, I mean, I, I, I no, <laughs> no. I mean, I like I like that song. I, I don't, yeah, love it. I, I think it's it's got its place in the Queen Canon, but it's it's nowhere near. I mean, what would you take off either of our playlists for that? I mean, well, just, there's not yeah, nothing yeah. would even get close, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the way I built too. And same thing with Hot. Anything off Hot Space, you know. I mean, like, let's go. Let's say, let's go through a few of these. Then we did. Um, we both championed um, Action This Day from Hot Space. Little Roger Taylor song, you know, Action This yeah. Day, Action This Night, You Got the Power, You Got the Power, you know, all that kind of stuff. Good song, but it's an album track. Yeah. You know, and we've got some album tracks on our playlist as well. Um, I think we both championed These Are the Days of Our Lives. Yeah. But again, I don't know where I, I could put it in here, right? I don't, even if you extend this out to 12 songs, yeah. Pacing sequencing i don't know where i can shoe on that one in yeah yeah i agree um i guess we're falling out was a little thing off the miracle that but it's an outtake so we never really considered that one doing all right i liked you didn't so that kind of we, we can't really con- look at that one don't try so hard from innuendo again yeah. album track not a standout um I want it all. So that's an interesting one. So I didn't pick I want it all. And I did look at it. Yeah. And I was thinking about it. So if I was going to pick I want it all, I would put it in place of Tie Your Mother Down. Because I think of those right, two as right. very sort of, they're big, like I said, they're big, beefy, Brian May guitar songs, right? So I'm you don't gonna... think, you, you wouldn't think I want it all is more like we we rock, we will rock you. It's more of that kind of a anthem well, do you know what I mean? It's good, the the crowd engaging anthem, the, kind the of anthemic thing. thing? Well, I mean, Time of the Downs anthemic as fuck, man. Like holy yeah, Christ! But, I mean, I know, but it's it's in a whole different vein. It's a whole different style of song. Yeah. So to me, that's what that's what I was. You know, when I didn't pick, uh, 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 we will rock you. In my my way was that I think I wanted all was that that sort of substitute for that style of Queen song. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, again, a song I love. Like it was. A, we talked about this on the episode and I've, I've heard other people talk about this was when I wanted all comes out ahead of the miracle as a queen fan. You're like, Oh fucking, here we go. They're back boy. Yeah. I mean, cause they've been away for three years or two yeah. years or whatever it was, but they're back. Like this is, this is rock and roll, man. Like it sounds like queen again, you know? And okay. It's just a bit of synth in there. And, you know, it's okay. But it's got big yeah. drums. It's got great guitar. It's got Freddie fucking howling. It's like, great. We're back in. Yeah. But <laughs> again, I mean, I just, I think I probably prefer We Will Rock You Away the Champions just because they are they're so iconic. It we, and I think I think we talked about this a little bit, but there are those songs that and Queen have a few of them, these two being the, the prime examples, that they sort of almost transcend being songs, where they become so much a part of the the culture and the firmament of just, you know, everyday life that you can't not know these songs. Like even you know, country fans in fucking buttfuck Arkansas, you know we will rock you, even if you don't know who the hell yeah. Queen is or you don't approve of Freddie's lifestyle. 
you know what that song is, right? So it's that weird thing that you can do. Yeah, yeah. It was done sort of deliberately. So that's why I went that way. So yeah, yeah. So Great King Rat, we both we both championed that one. It was a massive hit with our listeners because you know it's a much beloved Queen song. It's off the debut album. It's a great little track. But I again, had, I, I had considered that one. I had considered it. Yeah. And again, I like I was Fairy Fella. Do I do Great King Rat? Do I go with Fairy Fella? Do I go with Prophet Song? Which song from that era do I pick out? So it was a little bit of a crapshoot with that one. I thought I can't really go wrong with any of the three of them in my mind, but yeah, I don't know. Great King Rat just he, he just didn't make it, mate. He was he caught in the trap, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then kind of magic, like I said, I mean, that's an interesting one because you put it in the midpoint inside too. Yeah. And like I said, I love that you go from I want it all. And you drop it off into this super poppy, very 80s kind of... Yeah. It's almost a ballad in some ways, right? Yeah. Then back into Sheer Art Attack. I like that juxtaposition of like, this is Queen. This is how fucking mental they were. That they, It's the same band wrote those three songs. You've got this powerful riff, then this weird poppy little thing, and then you go into this all-out punk thing. Ah, kudos. Yeah. I like well, that. Isn't that, uh, isn't that exactly what you know makes Queen so awesome is that they could bounce between all the genres? Yeah. And in most cases, pretty well. And then I guess as discussed in some cases, not so well, or yeah. according yeah. to us at least. Well, let's talk a little bit very quickly then about where we disagreed, because I think that's interesting. There's not that many. We've been pretty consistent on whether we championed or dusted, but there've been a few. And of course, our second episode at the gate, we already, you know, we, we courted, well, I think court controversy because it was, you know, we weren't thinking about that. We weren't thinking about it sort of general. We're not, you know, and seriously, folks, like we don't talk about this before. And I don't know how Randy's going to vote. I sometimes think I know. And on occasion, he's very much surprised me. But the Prophet <laughs> song was one that has become embedded in the folklore of this podcast now. I um, think so. Yeah, I took I took a lot of heat over that. Yeah. And I, I, I wonder, I'm curious to see when we get to the end of the run of this show what you'll think of it if you think about all the songs you've heard that you didn't know before and you go back and listen to that one i wonder if it'll change i'm not saying that you'll champion it but i wonder if it'll sort of change how you think about it at all i wonder if maybe we shouldn't have a little uh so we have a little special episode we're doing here if we shouldn't have a a revisiting bites the dust episode where yeah. kevin and i each go back and listen to some of these because as much heat as i took over that you took a lot of heat over 39. I certainly did, yeah. Uh, I mean, and a lot, and even and even still, I by <laughs> some of our listeners getting a little roasted for that, which I just love. That's just so good. It's so good for Kev. He needs it, you guys. He needs that. See, this is the problem: is that sometimes I think it's just starting to die down, and you start stirring the fucking pot again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you I absolute do. dick. <laughs> yes, I do. But no, it, it was one of those things where you know that with this band that is so beloved and of course it does always make a difference and I, I will say this it makes a difference when the lead singer dies you know yeah lennon yeah. dies at 40 whatever he was like he was super young you sort of pass into into that sort of that mythology stage freddie died jim morrison's another one you know you got all these guys kurt cobain when freddie dies it, it makes him sort of bulletproof right like you sort of then so you've got this thing yeah. where now you, you've got to be you know if if you care about those things, you've got to be a little bit careful about what you say. But again, for our listeners, you know that we're just saying what's on our minds. We're, we're telling you what we think. And for me, 39 was one of those songs where I just have fucking baggage with that song. And I don't hate it. Yeah. And if Brian, yeah. I've, I've heard Brian may play it live and I enjoyed it. 
but I just yeah. don't like it as much as more than 50% of the Queen catalog. So, yeah. you know, in that case, so. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, and I would say this too, that if, we, if I look back on, and we'll go through some of the other ones in, in a second here, but if I think back on the ones that you've dusted, you tend to be very consistent, I think. And it basically comes comes down to, and I'll summarize this and I'll let you sort of tell me whether I'm right or wrong. It doesn't, I sometimes think, oh, you know, Randy doesn't like the long song. He doesn't like this. What it generally is, is you tend to say, I just don't like the song. Yeah. Is the, you, this, that's the comment that usually is the make or break. He's like, I just don't like this song as a song. Yeah. You know, it's not this or that. It's the song. Yeah. And I'm sure I've, I've uh, banged on about this. It's not like I don't think that any of them, so they're all super talented and they all can write super great songs, but sometimes they write songs that I don't think are that good. Uh, and so, yeah, I just basically just, just say that. Uh, and there again, we have set this ridiculous idea you know, with the whole 50%, you know, positive, negative, and is, you know, I think for Kev, probably 39 is uh, 49%, you know what I mean? And yeah. some of the ones I've dusted are, are, are you know, are, are the same way. So, uh, but yeah, uh, and yeah, that, that is right. And, and I, th- I think I've actually made this this comment on, uh, on, on Twitter, or possibly Facebook. Yeah, it's not, it's not that I don't like prog. I love lots of prog rock, yeah. actually. And it's not like I don't like long songs. I love lots of long songs. There's tons of greasy nasty funk songs that i love that are fucking 10 <laughs> minutes long uh but you know it, it needs to have a reason to keep going for me it needs to have motivation it needs to it needs to need to go on yeah uh, and sometimes and you know oh god i can't believe i'm bringing this up but like the prophet song for me it's just it's just t- too many parts and those parts are too long and they just didn't need to be that long and it's, it's clunky and or uh, I forget what the other one song I said is, you know, this is Queen learning how to be Queen. Uh, and of course, yeah, well, that, I mean, yeah, sure. Of course, Queen needs to learn to be Queen. Yeah. Uh, but but for me, I don't have that emotional attachment. I didn't own those albums. And so so that's where I'm coming at it. You know, that's the way I'm coming at it. So It does make a difference too, right? Because, you know, you've got a line in, I mean, you even got a line in one of the songs that you wrote, Randy, to grow and not a shower. You know, and that is the case with some songs where it does take time to to find, you know, something that you like about it. And I'm not saying that you should sit down and listen to the Prophet song every day for the next six months. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I'm not saying you should. But we've all, you know, the sort of the, you know, the non-Greatest Hits fans, we've lived with those songs for yeah. 40 fucking years or 50 or whatever it might be, right? So we've had a lot yeah, of time yeah. with those. And so we've, we've they're just... We just know those songs now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, and I'm again, this is 100% not a criticism at all. Cause I, like I said to you, I think you, you always sort of articulate why you don't like a specific song um, really, really clearly. And I don't think anyone can argue with your reasoning. Um, they can disagree with you as yeah, of course. people do, but I think you do set out your stall very well. But I think part, of, I think that is part of it. I think that's sort of, you know, like most people, let's say I'll pick Steve Ray Vaughan because I know that that's some, an artist that you, really sort of cut your teeth on as a guitarist and as a, as a sort of a, you know, a, a live performer where, you know, somebody who's never listened to Steve Ray Vaughan, well, that's just fucking blues, man. Who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. 
He's not really. And if you really listen and you really kind of get inside the songs, you'll find something in there that's a bit more interesting, right? Yeah, well, there, I mean, there'd be lots of lots of music that isn't Queen, uh, that is weird and stupid, and the and yep. the and the band learning to be the band that they would go on to become that that I love, uh, and that I would defend, and I would say, oh, it's fucking great. It's just you know, it's just for me, it's just not Queen. Yeah, and for obviously for our listeners, for not all of them, but but some of them, you know, that is the case. Yeah. When I think the, the three. I think the three that, you know, outside 39 and the Prophet song, I think the three that, that are most interesting to me that we disagreed on are Drowse from A yeah. Day at the Races, which yeah. I championed and you dusted. Yeah. And I, and again, I totally understood that you you felt it was just a bit, a little, I think if I'm remembering, like you said, it was a bit monotonous and you weren't just, like I said, you didn't really, well, we were talking before this and you said you just didn't really remember it. Even now you're like, I... I I still don't remember it. Yeah, you'd have to. Can, can you sing a bit of the melody? Is what I'll, you know you, what I'll no, do. Hang on, before you listen to it, before you go listen to it, can you sing me a little bit of the melody? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. That's the guitar. Okay. It's that weird yeah, sort of I do sliding, remember that. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, okay. Again, I mean, just a song that, if I was being completely objective, as, as objective as you can ever be about music. Okay, yeah, I mean, I could say that it's not structurally particularly interesting. But I just love the, the it's it's kind of, like I said, you know, maybe I said this on the episode, I can't remember, but it, it's got that Waterloo Sunset thing to me where I just equate that song with lazy working class summer afternoons that I spent a thousand of as a kid, where you're just kicking right, tires right. and fucking trying to find something to do, usually getting into trouble. And that's what that song evokes for me. So there's that emotional attachment to it that you don't have the you know yeah yeah and then in the lap of the gods the not the put not revisited the you know the on she heart attack where yeah. i dusted that one and you championed it and i i, I was actually surprised myself when i dusted that one because i <laughs> and again i actually quite like that song but this podcast is weird because when i'm sitting listening and I'm, and I'm being a bit more critical and trying to pick out things i think I don't love that slowed down vocal, you know, the, the, the yeah, slowed yeah. down the tape. And I was like, I, there's this bit. And it just, again, that one. There's some cheesy moments in that song, as I recall. Yeah. Drags a bit for me. And I was like, okay, well, you know. And so there's been those things where, you know, when I thumb up and you thumb down or the other way around. Yeah. You know, because we're looking at each other on Zoom. It's always like, what the fuck? Oh, really? Oh, wow, Yo, okay. serious. Yeah. <laughs> And then I said, you know, I mean, the other one probably would be doing all right, which I championed, and you said bites the dust, and that's the, you know, the smile era brought into Queen, and it's again, I kind of understood why you weren't enamored of it, but I just thought you were wrong, Randy. <laughs> so you know what I was going to say, Kev? We have the stats here, I do believe. Mm -hmm. uh, who voted more, more dusts, or and more, you know, what's our what's our ratio in yeah. our voting? Oh, superb. Now he's asking for stats. Why are you listening to this dribble? You have a partner you can talk to. You could go for a walk. You could paint something. Yet here you're listening to two old fools talk about songs they've already discussed. I do not understand humans. So we've done 44 songs, including yes. four B-sides, so four non-album tracks. We've done... Um, well, we did uh, Starfleet from the Starfleet Project with Brian May, which is a solo thing anyway. But um, we did I Go Crazy, which is the B-side of Radio Gaga. We did I Guess We're Falling Out, 
an outtake from the miracle yeah. and soul brother which is the b-side of under pressure out of those yeah. 44 songs you've dusted 14 yeah i have dusted 13 yeah we have we have differed go. one two three four five six times yeah so that's really you know we we're basically voting together most of the time yeah yeah, which, you know, which is interesting because when we first started this, I actually honestly thought that I might be voting a lot more biting the dust th yeah. than I than I have. And I thought there might be bigger differences and that you might have that emotional attachment just, like, you know, welling up in you all the time, which, yeah. you you know, in some instances, you, you know, you have and I haven't. But uh, yeah, a little, bit, a little bit surprising. I thought we had been a little more a little more on opposite ends, but but clearly not. So let me ask you this then. These first 40 songs, you've heard a lot of songs for the first time, which has been glorious for me as, you know, you're my best friend. We talk about music all the time. I know a lot of your musical taste. I know a lot of your background. Fuck, I've listened to a lot of your your music in demo form, so I know you as a musician very, very well. But watching you sort of react to these songs you never heard before, in either positive or, positively or negatively, has been an absolute joy. So what I wanted to ask you was... <laughs> Have you has has Queen surprised you at all, or are they still kind of? The, have you thought, yeah, no, I I can, yeah, I, that's Queen. I I know where they're going with that. Or has there been a song or a moment where you thought, I wasn't expecting that. That's weird and that's different. Either good or bad. Yeah. I, okay. So first of all, yeah, I would say I would say yes to that. In, in that, uh, I, you know, because I am I am you know the quote unquote the greatest hits fan, yeah. and so I have a preconceived notion of what I think Queen is. In, in my own my own brain and so yeah there are definitely some of these songs like oh man that does not sound like fucking queen at all what are the yeah. who are these fucking guys and what are they doing now of course i realized that as i just said earlier i, I realized queen, queens is is a band and they're not they were when they were started they weren't a fully formed thing and they were discovering their sound and so yeah it's it's been very cool for me to 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 listen to them uh uh and of course i'm not doing this in order so it's it's a little mind boggling for me, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's cool to hear these, hear them, hear them, you know, getting better at writing and getting better at finding this, this groove and finding, you know, find, finding what queen is, is to queen. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and then queen within themselves being so varied as, as discussed earlier, they can do all these different genres and, and so well. Yeah. Uh, that, that it's been a real, uh, it's been a real pleasure just, just you know, just listening to it and and and, and sorting it out with my good buddy uh, KB. When I was just looking through, I'm trying. I was, I was thinking, I wonder what the biggest sort of weirdest switch in um, quality seems a bit harsh, but sort of the highs and lows. But and I think that we went from episode five was heaven for everyone, and episode six was good old fashioned lover boy, and yeah. The, even the polls bore out that one is, well, one of the highest voted songs we've had, and one is the lowest, or one, sorry, no, the second <laughs> lowest voted, right? So you get that sort of switch. And then there's another one where if you go to um, Drowse, and these are the days of our lives, such different, different songs. Like Drowse is this really doomy, sort of gloomy, weird, you know, thing. And then these are the days of our lives is this beautiful ballad written by the same guy crazy so again you got this this, this catalog's insane like it's yeah. you know if you took any five songs out of this catalog and gave them to 
the aliens who come down and want to know what music is, they go, well, the fuck are we supposed to do with this? What do you want me to do with this? This is just doesn't make any sense at all, you know? So, so that leads me to this then, Kev. So what did our, because we keep track of the polls, and when I say we, I mean Kevin, uh, what is the highest rated poll from our listeners versus the, the lowest? Okay. The highest. Now, you've got to take into account that the earlier episodes, we didn't get as many votes, right? So that's going to skew yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the highest voting is the Fairy Fellows Masterstroke with 97.6% champion. And I will say that save You're me, kidding. save me with 93.8, but that had 96 votes. So that's locked in. That's a really, really strong vote, right? Yeah, um, of course. The lowest we had will not surprise anyone. And it's Freddie's cat song. It's Delilah. <laughs> With the meow, you know, which I just, we all understand why the band let Freddie do it. We all know why that yes, happened. And we're all we okay do. with that. Yes, but of course. it's a fucking train wreck. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay, well, that's cool, man. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're getting something out of this. I'm really glad that, you know, and so am I. Like, I'm, I'm listening to songs that I know at the back of my hand with a different ear and trying to be a bit more objective about it and listening, you know, you bring things up all the time in the episodes. Oh, listen to this. Or did you hear that? It's like, fuck yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's really cool that I maybe hadn't heard before. And so I'm yeah. getting this, this new appreciation for this catalog that I love, but I love that you're, like I said, I, this, it's just a, you know, it's that thing of my, this is my favorite band and I want you to hear these songs yeah, and what better way to make someone listen to all the songs you love by making them do a podcast with you? Because yeah. if I just said to yeah. you, listen to all these albums, you just you just fucking won't listen to them. But now you're <laughs> you're almost like non contractually non contractually obliged to listen to them. It's beautiful. You're, you're my captive audience, and this is phenomenal. I love it. Wonderful. And yes, I guess with uh, with uh, two Queen pod- podcasts, there was four, and with losing two, well. There are still three, so let's not get quite ahead of that because there's a lot yeah, of people yeah, lobbying yeah, for a yeah. change of mind. But you know, well, and you know what? I sure hope they do because uh, we don't. We don't want to be the only, the only, uh, the only game in town. <laughs> well, the only although, assholes, at least. <laughs> that's right. Although Kevin and I were discussing, and uh, we do believe we are possibly the only Queen podcast in North America. So, <laughs> like, maybe, maybe we can claim North America. What what I'm going to do, Randy, is ev- I'm going to edit in every single episode when we start the only Queen podcast in North America, North America. and that's going to lead us in. <laughs> what a couple of chodes. We <laughs> we should quickly though shout out um, again the people who listen to this show. We're we're just eternally grateful, and again I'll loop back in the in the lap of the pods, boys, because. They created this community, and we said that you know on the episode where we, yes. we kind of found out that we just kind of stumbled into this, and it's it's a brilliant community to be part of. We genuinely love all the people who listen and comment all the time. There's some personalities in this group that make my day so much better than it was before, just for their humor and their warmth and their lovely comments that we get back. So I want to say thank you so much for listening to the first four seasons and beyond of this podcast. We're going to keep going for as long as I can convince Randy to do it, and you know, you, as long as you guys keep listening. Yes, I echo the same sentiments. And yes, thank you so much. Uh, genuinely appreciate it. Okay. Well, I'm going to end with a, an emergency question for you. 
Because you know what? You've been too relaxed and comfortable over there in your purple hotel room. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give you a question. Start this, wearing purple, Kev. Start this, wearing purple. Well, I'm not Prince, man. I'm, I'm I mean I'm short, but I'm not as slender as he is or was. I'm certainly nowhere near as talented. You should uh, go good when you're done here to go and type and start wearing purple and then and we can, we can talk. <laughs> it's a really good song. Start wearing purple for me now. All your sanity and wits, they will all vanish. I promise. It's just a matter of time. So, yeah. Okay. So, Randy. Randy. Randy, Randy, Randy. Mr. Randy. Mr. 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 Randy, as you were two weeks ago. Or maybe three. (laughs) (laughs) AI is having a significant impact on our lives, right? We've got sort of, you know, we're talking, we're starting to talk about machine machine sentience. We're talking, starting to stray into the, that sort of area. We also have um, electronic advancements that are, you know, exponentially increasing day by day. There will come a time when there will be robots that are, to all intents and purposes, very human looking. So my question for you is, do you God, think is this going? <laughs> do you think if you have sex with a robot that that counts as cheating? <laughs> well, you know, listen. If your wife has <laughs> I am a vibrator, you just haven't said anything yet. <laughs> well, here, listen. Shut the fuck up for a goddamn second. You're so <laughs> mouthy, and people can tell, Kev. People can tell how mouthy you are. If your wife has a vibrator, that's a mm-hmm. machine. And and if she uses it to pleasure herself, is she cheating on you? Okay, I would. No, I'm, I'm asking. I'm asking you the question. Well, I, yeah, you yes, I, as yes or well, no. And again, if you just fucking shut up and listen for a second, I'll fucking answer. Well, yes you. or no. You don't. You listen. You don't need to fucking spew a novel for these folks. Yes or no. It depends. Well, <laughs> it depends. It dep- this is I your would... bullshit question. Yeah, I know, but I'm just engaging you in the question. Is is what I would say. I would say that it all depends on whether the other person is okay with you using that device. Now, if you're all ladies going out at hammer and tongs with the, uh, you know, the, the what's that? I was going to say Roger Rabbit then. That's not right, is it? Rampant Rabbit? I don't know. What's it, fuck, whatever that thing's called. I'm sure you'd be like, yeah, fucking knock yourself out. I don't care. That's, that's good. You know, just, you know, whatever. If it's a robot. I would I would question whether Mrs. Cardinal would be okay with you spending most of your time with a robot that looked like Angelina Jolie. So I don't so know. You never mentioned you never mentioned for once what the robot looked like. So it could does be it, it could be just just a just a machine. It might look that, like Bernard you know, Cribbins. That does that does the the, the you know the, the pleasuring. Okay. And 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 you just, you know. And, and you know it doesn't say, "Oh, baby," or, you know, it doesn't talk. I mean, you didn't define what the robot looks like, which is why I brought up the vibrator because it's just a thing. And, and so uh, the answer I would say, listen, if you have to go black and white, I'd say no. Does <laughs> it's not cheating then? Not cheating, no. Okay, so listeners, in the advent that the robots do become sentient or semi-sentient <laughs> or certainly human esque. <laughs> The cardinal, the cardinal has decreed from his pulpit <laughs> that you are absolutely perfectly fine to spend most of the rest of your life 
in a relationship with one of them as well as your wife. It's not cheating. Well, no, but I see. But listen, now all of a sudden you're telling you tell me it's a relationship. You didn't say nothing about that. And uh, and you know, listen, who's building a robot with a vagina or a penis? Let's be honest. Nobody. Are you it's, kidding you know, me? Um, I, I would okay. say at least seventy-five percent of the fucking programmers that I've ever met would they would spend most of their life doing that if they thought they could do it. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know. I still prefer people. <laughs> For some reason, eh? We're messy and inconsistent and unpredictable, but I kind of like people too. <laughs> uh, so, Kevin? Mm hmm. Start wearing purple. Brand new angle, Give us a kiss, Kevin. I'm just a musical prostitute, my dear.